Hello, and thank you for listening to the Horror Script Podcast. If this is the first time listening to the show, please be aware that this is for entertainment purposes and strong language is used. If you find comedy like Howard Stern, Seth Rogen, South Park, and Family Guy offensive, then this might not be a show you're interested in. If you do find them funny, then hopefully you find us funny as well. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Horror Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Horror Script Podcast. This time we're going to go back to 1988 and deliver a little hellbilly justice. That's right, Pumpkinhead, about a bunch of cousin fuckers who have a have a neighborly witch that'll pull up some demon spirit out of some dead body and make them fuck up your enemies. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. All right, Pumpkinhead 1988. Classic in the old horror movie genres. I don't know why we waited, we're doing it now and not waiting until Halloween, but fuck it. I'm in hog heaven. Rich, <laughs> give us the cast. All right. Well, this is episode 62. Can you believe we did 62 reviews already? <laughs> Jeez. I know. I don't know why the fuck we do it. But. <laughs> For the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Pumpkinhead88. Uh, rated R. Runtime. One hour. 26 minutes. Starring. Lance Henriksen. Plays Ed Harley. You might recognize him from Aliens. All of them. Alien vs. Predator. The Quick and the Dead. Yeah, he was my favorite in The Quick and the Dead. I like Dace Handler. He was, yeah, he was pretty cool. Cocky. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, we watched that movie recently. It doesn't, it, it's not as good as what I remembered it when I was younger when that first came out. Yeah, I still like it. I, listen, I still like it, but not th- not as much. That, mo- that movie had a, a big time all star cast. Hell yeah! Russell Crowe was in it. Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone, Gene Hackman, Tobin Bell was in Russ- it. Tobin Bell. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, there's a lot of names in that movie. Yeah, there was. All right, next up we have Jeff East, who plays Chris. He was in Superman, Tom Sawyer. And Doogie Hauser, M.D. And, and he wasn't Doogie Hauser. No, he was not Doogie Hauser. Obviously, I think everybody knows Neil Patrick Harris. It's Doogie Hauser. Well, I mean, if you're the people that are in this movie that we're watching, we just watched, uh, they wouldn't know. No, yeah, that's true. What's a Doogie Hauser? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what is Neil Patrick is Neil Patrick Harris in any horror movies? That that'd be a good one. To... Any horror movies? Not yeah. not strict horror movies that I can think of. He does a lot yeah. of comedy. He was in The Matrix, yeah. the newest one. That's true. You're right, he was. So, all right. Next up in our cast, we have John DeQuino, who plays Joel. He was in some episodes of Dexter, Slipping Into Darkness, and Quantum Leap. 
I loved Quantum Leap. Yeah, I still haven't watched the new series though. It's good actually. I've I've been uh, I'm not caught up, but I've been enjoying it. I like where I like how they did it, where they're going with it. Mm, I'll give it a chance one of these times. I just got so many other shows I'm trying to watch. Next up, we have Kimberly Ross who plays Kim. (laughs) Wow, must have been hard for her character staying. Yeah, <laughs> she was in the last Starfighter, Nightmare at Noon, and Charles in Charge. Oh, no, you like Charles in Charge? <laughs> yeah, Charles in Charge. Ever let Charles was a fucking sadist. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Finally, to round out the cast, we have Mayim Bialik plays a Wallace kid. She was in The Big Bang Theory and Blossom. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> she was Blossom. Which fucking one of the kids is she? <laughs> she's she's in there. It's a small it's a small little role that she has, but she's one of the kids in there. Hmm. That's why I saw that. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's right. There she is." <laughs> now she hosts Jeopardy. Yep, exactly. One of her first films was Pumpkinhead. Let that be a Jeopardy question. <laughs> All right, writers, we have Ed Justin. He didn't do anything else other than this movie. And Mark Patrick Carducci. Uh, He also did Neon Maniacs, uh, an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. I like Tales from the Dark Side. That was a good show. Yeah. And then we have first-time director of a film, Stan Winston. Other credits that he's done are the Guns N' Roses video, You Could Be Mayan, and a short, Ghosts. Hmm, I wonder what the short was about. Yeah, me too. I have no idea. (laughs) All right. Let's get into ratings. You have a guess for me on this one? For you, I'm going to say probably a seven or... Uh, You're close. I actually went with a six on this one. A six out of ten. Wow, fuck your childhood memories. I know, right? Listen, when I was younger, this this probably would have been an 8 for me. Uh, But (laughs) now that I'm understanding what a dumbass the writers made the dad, it just pisses me off. It's like, uh, no, like he wouldn't have been this fucking stupid. Like there's just too many things. And we'll wait until we get into spoilers uh just for people who haven't seen this because it is it is worth a watch it's it's a good movie um but just the there's the whole beginning of this movie just fucking pisses me off so i he could he he just couldn't have been that stupid there's so many mistakes that he makes so it's just that's like one of the things that i'm just like hey sorry right. single fathers usually do mm, not this stupid uh, but the creature did have an outstanding look. But the kills are a little disappointing. There's not a lot of gore and cool kills in this movie. I still appreciate some of the kills in this, though. Yeah, I do too. Listen, acting acting was good, directing was good, and the pacing I thought was great, because this movie kind of flies by. It is a fairly shorter movie, but it goes by pretty quick. Um, but I would have to say my least favorite thing on this is the writing, mainly because of the beginning. They could have done this so many other ways, easily. (laughs) 
So what do you think? Yeah, I give it a I give it a six. Uh, but no, I like the Backwoods Hillbilly storyline. Pumpkinhead looks great. Uh, the old witch. Don't ask me why. She gets my motor running. <laughs> Jeez. She has a good creepy look to her. I liked I liked her makeup and everything. Yeah, it's a nice you know creepy look, but something something sexual about her. Don't know what it is. Maybe it's those long fingernails. All right, let's focus on the movie. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Whew. Too much four sigmatic coffee. It's got me thinking all sexualizing. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, yes, the kills aren't spectacular, but you know they're menacing enough. I do like that. He, it, I do like that it uh, toys with them too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he just doesn't run out. Fuck you. No, he. It, the nine foot tall creature fucking screws with them a lot, <laughs> which uh, I like. Uh, no nudity, sadly. Uh, not not a lot of teeth either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it is a well-rounded 80s movie. Uh, not your typical gore hound movie, but it's still, it's a good creature feature. Yeah, yeah, it is. What was your uh, scare rating, Richard? Uh, on this one, I gave it a 3 out of 10. I think Pumpkinhead, had a, he does have that creepy look to him. So does the witch that creates him. Uh, I, you know, I think f- for the most part, that's what's giving this the the horror aspect of this film and that's that's i mean the kills aren't really scary there's not really any jump scares uh it's just really the look and the presence well of i mean head. there's there's the one kill that is you know kind of torturous which is a little freaky but i like that the way they use the music in this movie too i think that adds to it a lot so i'm gonna give it a three as well all right all right so we're in, we're quite aligned on this one mm-hmm. a little bit yeah <laughs> Nice. Doesn't happen often, but when mm-hmm. it does. <laughs> yeah. You know what else doesn't happen often in this movie? They show a place with uh, running water working inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Indoor plumbing, that's for the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to scare movie trivia. Okay. This week, I have seven statements. One's false. Let's see if Miles can figure it out. All right. Number one. Lance Henriksen gathered all of the silver dollars himself by visiting several pawn shops. He said that most of them fell through the floorboards of Haggis Shack, where they may still lie. Number two, the costume Florence Schaffler wore as Haggis weighed about 65 pounds. Number three, Pumpkinhead doesn't really resemble a pumpkin. It gets its name from the fact that summoning it, summoning it, involves digging up a corpse that's been buried in a pumpkin patch. Number four, the dog actor Mushroom did his own stunts for this film. He also did his own stunts for Gremlins four years previously. Number five, Christopher Lloyd was originally set to play the role of Ed Harley but decided to film Back to the Future Part 2 instead. Number six. The origin of this story was a poem written by Ed Justin. And number seven. The cabin where Steve and the others go is the same one used as the Jarvis house in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. The 65-pound fucking 
costume? No. That's that's real. What the fuck weighed 65 pounds on that? Fuck if I know. Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, that was fake. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck? Like, how, the witch's costume weighs 65 pounds. That's what it said. The costume Florence, right? It's Florence Schaefer. That's the uh, that's the witch, right? I don't fucking think that is right at all. What could weigh sixty five fucking pounds? Listen, I don't know. That's what that's what they had in the trivia. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that don't make sense to me. I don't got no running water in my house, but I got me a flamethrower. Woo! <laughs> all right, and there were two goofs worth noting. Number one. When Ed Harley enters the cemetery, he is startled by a vulture perched there. Vultures are not nocturnal birds, so it should have been sleeping in a nest in a high location. Number two, when Pumpkinhead picks up Bunt by the leg, the tops of Tom Woodruff's Jr.'s sneakers are visible at the bottom of the frame. Woodruff notes this, during the audio commentary for the special edition release. You'd have to look pretty close to that. <laughs> Alright, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the spoilers? That's one shitty gun that he has. Well, I'll just say that. What? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, we're going to get into spoilers, so if you haven't seen Pumpkinhead, uh, this one I would recommend watching. The beginning might piss you off. It did me. But... For the most part, it's a it's a cult classic made in the '80s that was we just grew up with, and I, I mean most people have probably seen this movie. Yeah. But it's a it's worth watching. It's, it's enjoyable. Uh, and then also we are now on Patreon, so if you want to help this show get crazier and more entertaining, go sign up and show your support. Higher tiers have additional perks, so go check it out and stop being a freeloader. Yeah, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Alright, well, like we said, we're getting into spoilers, so if you, for some reason, have not seen the show, this movie yet, uh, go check it out, because uh, we're about to break down the deaths and victims of Pumpkinhead. Alright, first up, we have the old-timer Clayton. He gets thrown around by Pumpkinhead, uh, and we get to see Pumpkinhead pretty quick. You don't get to see a close-up of his face or anything. You just see the no, but outline you still of his get body. to see him a little bit. Yeah, you don't get a really good look at Pumpkinhead until about fifty-five minutes into this movie. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's 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 they did a really good job on the on the makeup and special effects with him. Okay, and this movie, the credits start playing at an hour and twenty-three minutes, and the first I'd say four minutes is just credits, like in the beginning, listing names. So, oh, this, yeah, this movie is under an hour and 20 minutes from actual movie to credit, I'd say. You have about an hour hour and 20. Yeah. All right. So, now Clayton gets Clayton's this, like, time in the past where Ed Harley is a kid. And we understand that the locals don't want to help anyone who Pumpkinhead is after. So... This is the whole reason why Clayton gets killed. We fast forward to when Ed Harley's an adult, and now he has a son of his own. Yeah, an ugly little bastard. Nah, he's a cute kid. 
he owns a grocery store. Now, here's where I want to talk about. Because I get that they're in this very secluded area. Everybody knows each other. Small town. There's these city people that come to his grocery store that he is running or owns, whatever. And he's obviously, he doesn't know them. But he decides that he has to make a delivery. So he leaves his kid at the grocery store with his dog and says, whatever you do, don't leave. Don't don't leave the grocery store. Okay. And then he takes off. Why the fuck would he not bring this kid with him on the delivery? Did he think, oh, I better leave my kid here so nobody steals anything out of the grocery store? Yeah. Did he? That's the, what, what's the kid going to do? Well, either that or in case someone comes by to buy something, the kid could sell it to them. I'm sure the little bastard knows how to run the 1910 cash register they have. I think he would have been better off just putting a fucking note on the door or sign on the door. Be back in 15 minutes. Rich, come on. You see the way these people look. You think they can really read? <laughs> either way. Uh, it, it was a it was a terrible terrible decision to leave the kid there. However, the dog runs off because he wants to go chase the dirt bike. So Billy runs out after him. Of course, he gets hit by the dirt bike. Now I understand because Joel's the one that actually hit hit him on the dirt bike. Joel's like, oh, "I'm drinking. I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to prison." Douchebag, you hit a fucking kid. Suck it up. Admit to the bullshit that you know it was an accident. You get if you get you're on probation. You get put to jail. That's your fucking fault. Like, why are you drinking and fucking being on a dirt bike? Now the other thing, the dad finally comes back. The, the son, his son is still alive at this point. He's not dead yet. Why didn't he take him to the fucking hospital? What hospital? I don't know. There's got to be a hospital somewhere. Somewhere. With I don't care if it's an hour away. I'd be fucking booking it i sure as hell wouldn't just take him home and leave him on the fucking couch to die like i would try everything i possibly could to save his life like he just like i'm just gonna bring you home okay hey cold water on a rag can help some things oh yeah not getting hit by a dirt bike that's for sure and then here's the other thing too though he's gonna conjure up he's gonna go to this witch conjure up this pumpkin head thing because he wants Pumpkinhead to do his dirty work. He's pissed off at them for killing his son. He's not going to go out and get his own vengeance. He's just going to have have this demon come up and do it for him. Hell yeah. That's a bullshit move, too. Why? Because. Fuck that. Like, that, I think that was stupid. That thing will do a lot worse than what he would be able to do. Well, it didn't. What, what it did, like, it killed them. Yeah, there wasn't like torture or anything like that. He's not like dragging him down to hell or anything. Oh, well, you, we don't really know that. He could be dragging their souls to hell. The thing is, is that I just feel like this whole area right here could have been rewritten in a different way. He didn't have to leave to go on delivery. If they wanted the kid to get hit by a dirt bike, the kid could have ran out after the dog and got hit by a dirt bike. And then they could have all ran off while he was still in the store. And then wondering, why is Billy not coming back into the store? And then comes out and sees that he got ran over or something like that. And that they took off. That could have pissed him off more. He was right inside. Why not go tell him? And then 
instead of having the kid alive still, he could have been dead then. Instead of the whole, I'm just, he's still alive, I'm going to bring him home. Like, it just, that was, for me, this whole, this little section of the movie was just bad writing. They could have done it in an, in an easier, better way. That's all. Other than that, I like the movie a lot. It's just this whole part. I just think it was poorly, poorly done. Oh, criticizing every little aspect. No, just this. It pissed me off. <laughs> no dad would just fucking just sit there and let their kid die. Like, not even try. Anyway, all right. In total, we have eight deaths, and we're at, we are at number three. So, number three is Steve. He gets pulled up into a tree and killed off screen. And then his dead body is dropped off the roof of the cabin that they were staying at. Yeah, for some reason, Pumpkinhead has a thing for trees. <laughs> yeah, he does. He likes he likes climbing up trees and ripping people up into them. <laughs> but not Maggie. Maggie gets pushed through the window of the cabin and just jammed down on all the broken glass. After he cut uh, a lot after of he fingers her face. What? Yeah. He. Yeah, Pumpkinhead gets his uh, long claws and just scratches up her face a little bit and then pushes her win- her face against the window slowly, pretty much as a fuck you to her friends. And then next up is Kim. Yeah, Kim passed out when she seen the, the face getting pushed into the glass. Uh, yeah. So Kim was easy pickings. <laughs> yep. Although Pumpkinhead's back up in the tree, so he grabs he drops Kim from the tree onto a boulder. Yeah, Pumpkinhead really loves trees. Really loves Yeah, trees. he goes back and forth. You know, and, and the weird thing, nobody dies from a pumpkin in this. No. It would have been nice if he would have slammed someone's face into a pumpkin. <laughs> and then out of all of the uh, city people, we finally get Joel. He gets killed. He's number six. He gets stabbed with a rifle. And then Pumpkinhead just decides to play with his head afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I like that so much, where he's just, uh, uh, <laughs> pick it up, drop him. Uh, and then number seven, we have Ed Harley. He shoots himself in the side of the head, then walks out of his truck, and then Tracy shoots him to kill Pumpkinhead. Yes, because uh, the one who summons Pumpkinhead is is the only weakness Pumpkinhead has in this movie. Mm-hmm. If, that, if the person gets hurt, Pumpkinhead gets hurt, so... He decides because he doesn't. He realizes he made a mistake, and he shouldn't have ever resurrected the creature. So he tries to take his own life, but he wasn't able to because he's got the worst fucking revolver in the world. <laughs> so you know, a, a self-inflicted headshot wound is not enough. You know what? I don't even blame the gun. It wasn't that. I know what it was. It was the four sigmatic coffee that was pumping through his veins. <laughs> that's what it was. Because that's what made him start thinking clearly, like, I shouldn't have resurrected this demon. Then he shoots himself. But the four sigmatic made him so powerful that it just could not penetrate his skull. It took an extra five, five or so shots to the fucking chest to take the man down. Because four sigmatic coffee can Make you invincible or near invincible. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Drink four sigmatic coffee and then see if you can stop a bullet with your head. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, or don't. Uh, we're not liable for any retards that actually fucking. Yeah. 
Uh, if you're stupid enough to, don't blame us. Uh, blame society or some stupid shit. Or um, just say I saw it in a, a Pumpkinhead movie. We didn't tell you. That. <laughs> uh, yes, Four Sigmatic Coffee. We have the links in the show notes below. So uh, go check them out. They're an affiliate of ours. So by buying the coffee, you end up helping the show out as well. All right, back to the movie. So the very last kill in this one is... Pumpkinhead himself, he spontaneously combusts after Ed Harley is killed. Yes, the demon bursts into flames. Ed Harley, you know, man who doesn't have fucking a toilet in his house, but has a flamethrower, ultimate sacrifice <laughs> to take down Pumpkinhead. Hey, priorities. Mm-hmm. All right, favorite kill? I'm going to say the window glass. I, I don't know why, I just really like that one. Maggie, yeah, I'm with you. That's my. That was my favorite too. It's just they took the time to do that effect well, with all the blood and just effects on that. I don't. It it, it was. It was. It definitely stood out. I liked it. What about worst kill? Steve. Yeah, Steve. I didn't care for Steve's death. Man, we are in total agreement in this entire movie. Yeah, I mean, killed off screen and then they just dropped the dead body on the roof. They could have done so much more. They could have done something with it. Like just anything. Pull him up into the tree and break his neck or something. Like, show something. Yeah, Pumpkinhead has these huge clawed hands. You know, he should have crushed someone's skull. Yeah, that could, that could have been pretty cool. Take a little time to do the effect on it, but yeah, that would have been nice. So, that is our review of Pumpkinhead. It's a good movie. We enjoy it. I'm bummed out about the beginning because I just think it could have been written better. But other than that, I like everything else about it. It's a good slasher. Horror film. Creature feature. Yeah, creature feature, demons, all that good shit. Witches. Witch. <laughs> Alright, so, next week... You know what, let's let's kind of get out of the 80s for a week and uh, hit up some late 70s. Oh my god, 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, we'll be doing the first of a trilogy. That's right. But we're going back to Italy! Whoop! We are going to be doing... Suspiria. Suspiria? Yes. Am I going to be able to find this? Yes. And don't watch the uh, remake made in the uh, t- late 2010s. <laughs> the original. Yes, we're going to be hitting up Suspiria. Another Dario Argento classic. Alright. Suspiria. From Some regard it as his best movie. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. So, Suspiria. Next week. Come check out the review on that one. And as always, please share the podcast with others by letting them know about the show and all the dumb shit we say. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Slasher. Check out our YouTube channel, and if you want to support the show, you can pick up some merchandise, or you can send us direct support through Patreon. All the links are in the show notes below, so go check them out. And we will be back next week with Superia. Suspiria. With Suspiria. (laughs) Till next time.